And uh, hello, welcome back to American Shakedown. Um, I'm Huntley. I'm with David. We're trying something new tonight. We are uh, actually streaming on Twitch. Yeah, this is the beginning of the takeover. Yeah. <laughs> and all streaming services. And um, all streaming services, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's probably the most positive news we have tonight. Uh, so, real. let's uh, let's get started with some uh, COVID news. Um, 4.5 million infections, and I believe we're over 150k deaths now. Yeah, it's still going up. Uh, thankfully, it's not as uh, fast as we kind of thought it would go up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. A while ago, we were I expecting mean, it to skyrocket mm -hmm. uh, like a month ago. Oh, we're still early. <laughs> True. I mean, 2020 is only like halfway over, so yeah, yeah. who the fuck knows what's going to happen? Yeah, we're not even uh, we're not even to fall yet, and we're not even to flu season yet. So, yeah, yeah, no. and uh, Fauci was predicting another outbreak uh you know fall comes around so we'll see what happens mm -hmm. hopefully nothing terrible but uh yeah and well not terrible uh this is pretty terrible 25 uh georgia hospitals are reporting no icu beds while nine are reporting no inpatient beds altogether yeah um it was like a couple of weeks ago we talked about this in Florida where it's like 50% of the hospitals were either at max or at like 90% of max. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah it's just happening in southern states um, yeah. in particular. And of course, those are the states that are, uh, you know, the worst at refusing to wear masks. Yeah, because my yeah. rights. Because my rights. <laughs> uh, fuck everybody else. It's my rights. Um And another part of COVID news that's just uh, tied together because of everybody being out of work is we're now looking at an eviction crisis. Um, rent is going to be due for a lot of people in the coming days. And this is like this, these numbers come from, C uh, from CNBC, but uh, they are staggering even in like even the ones that aren't so bad they're still pretty bad in my book uh west virginia is leading the way with 59 percent of renters not being able to pay their rent uh the next one is tennessee which is at 58 percent, and there's a couple other su southern states that uh are in the high 40s high 50s and then, like, even compared, everybody's, like, looking at California and just being, or, like, some of the West Coast states that, you know, are blue. But they're still, at like, California, for example, is still at, like, 37%. 37% of the their renting population cannot pay rent. Yeah, and California is the most populated state <laughs> in the country, like, yeah. by far. Yeah, so, like, 37% um, of Californians would probably equal that of, like, 59% of Tennesseans, in my opinion, just because of how densely populated they are. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just like, as a, we, we've both lived in California at some points in our lives. And it's, it, it's, it's huge. The population's huge. Even like their small towns still have a lot more people than, say, a Alabama small town or a Kentucky small town. 
They're oh, just small. Yeah. They're just small in comparison to their like urban metros like San Francisco and uh, L.A., San Diego. Yeah, California as a whole. I mean, if you haven't been there, it's a whole different ball game when it comes to population density. Like you're just saying, even in small towns, it's like mm-hmm. it rivals that of like a typical downtown setting in the South um, mm-hmm. easily. Yeah, easily. And that another interesting little tidbit this comes out from 2017 but not much has changed in 2017 if anything i feel like the economic conditions of the middle class or the working class whatever you want to call them have gotten significantly worse with like you know trickle down economics and just like the gig economy and stuff like that which this didn't get added to the notes but i'm going to bring up an interesting point after i read this little tidbit but in 2017 30 36% of total american households were renters according to a survey and it was the highest number since 1965 so there's more renters and most of them in some states can't even pay their rent next month we are looking at a huge boom in the homeless crisis, which is already insanely high. And I like, I don't see any answers from Republicans or Democrats. Like Democrats uh, solution was to give like, we'll pay for your lawyer to fight against an eviction in court. What does that solve? Yeah. Right. Like, we'll, you know, but in the meantime, like we saw with the uh, unemployment thing, if it's going to be anything like that, where the phone lines are just crowded and you can't even like talk to someone for weeks, mm-hmm. um, you know, the legal battles are going to draw on. It's not going to do any good. Um, mm-hmm. And this. It, it, one, one of my well, I don't want to say favorite, but one of my statistics I really like to cite because it just highlights so much. Um, and this is before COVID, it was like, it was like half of Americans cannot afford an unexpected $400 bill. And there's just so many implications with that. And this was before COVID. Mm-hmm. So people are already struggling with COVID, uh, losing their jobs, whatever. <laughs> We're just not getting shit from our government. We're not getting shit from any of our politicians. Mm-hmm. It's um, I don't know. It's just the whole situation's insane. It's this tiny little. It's not even like a bone. It's like a. It's like a bone that a dog has chewed all the marrow out of, and it's like all you know, got teeth marks in it. It's like, oh, here you go. Mm-hmm. Here's something to help tide you over while you're like probably living on the street in a couple days. Mm-hmm. Um, as of this recording. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's insane. Um. Yeah, you know, again, with all of this, everything that COVID has brought upon society and the economy, like this has to be a wake up call. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll get to that wake up call in just a second. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not good. It's not good yeah. at all. It is um, not. And- <laughs> I guess, um, unless you had anything else, I was just touching on some other news before we start getting into some weird shit. Yeah. Um so so there's um you know of course it's 
police brutality has been going on for just over two months ever since George Floyd was fucking murdered in the streets. Mm-hmm. And we've been calling it out. And, um, you know, it's nothing new, but it's good to have more evidence to just show people. Um, and it just confirms the systemic issues in police um, precincts all across the nation. Um, so ProPublica did, just did a report on the New York Police Department, and it showed that approximately 4,000 of the NYPD's 36,000 active officers, which is about 11% of the total, have at least one substantiated complaint of police misconduct. So, you know, if you want to, like, die on the hill of, like, well, hashtag not all police are bad, well, that not all police is, like, 11% of one of the largest police precincts in the fucking nation um so you're gonna have to take that into account if that's the argument you want to make um additionally there's this big narrative that trump has been pushing about antifa and anarchists and whatever just destroying everything and killing cops and shooting them in the streets uh so the guardian did a report of 900 politically motivated attacks over the past 25 years, and exactly zero um, murders have been linked to anti-fascists. Um, in fact, the only anti-fascist that has died uh, was the perpetrator himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he died during the act. Uh, so, so exactly zero people have been killed by Antifa. Um, big surprise. Uh, we already knew this before, but there's more confirmation. Um, meanwhile, white supremacists and other right-wing related deaths are numbered at at least 329 over the same period. So, you know, it's not the left-wing killing people. It's actually the fascists and the white supremacists that are killing people. Like, big surprise, but here's a data point if in case someone doesn't believe you. Um and then I guess uh, some amusing news before we go on. A section, there is a video recorded of a section of Trump's border wall falling over to high winds. So it's really good to see that hard-earned, you know, taxpayer money going uh, to good causes where to a fence that can just be blown over in the wrong fucking weather conditions. Um and, you know, with global warming and all the climate change shit that's going on, I mean, the weather is already erratic now, mm-hmm. and it's going to be even more erratic. Uh, so you, there's going to be even stronger winds and more frequent of them. In fact, this reminds me, there's actually been more Category 5 hurricanes. Um, the, the The frequency of them has just increased over time because of global warming. So... You know, but uh, of course, if you're a conservative, then, you know, none of that matters. Um, It's not real. It's actually just like the globalist scientists lying to you. Mm -hmm. Speaking of globalists, um, we've got some news about the Democratic Party and their plans for the convention. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, like, it's just painful at this point. Um, And I'm I'm not going to try to get too salty about the lopsided vote against Medicare for all. Um, that was 
that w- it was incredibly lopsided with only like 35 uh, supporting it. Uh, the Green New Deal was much in the similar fashion. But this right here, this is what like killed me the most was no legalization for marijuana. And I know that like I can understand apprehension, this, the shockwaves of Medicare for All and a Green New Deal to the establishment of the Democratic Party. Uh, but the, the, the nay on marijuana legalization just blew my fucking mind because it is such an easy issue. It is popular across the board with Democrats. Uh, anybody that's, you know, liberal, Democrat, even centrists support marijuana legalization. And most young Republicans do, too. Most of the most people see it as just non fucking issue, and Joe Biden and the Democrat Party as a whole could not even get that. It was it's like I posted a meme on Twitter of just like a baseball hitting somebody in the face. That's how simple it is. It's an easy hit. It's an easy home run. It would show some good faith in progressives and other people are just like, oh well. marijuana will get legalized Uh, okay uh and then why isn't the party as a whole supporting it like even if the democratic party was just like we're going to talk about marijuana legalization at the convention and joe biden's like apprehensive about it i'd be like okay maybe a little bit but the fact that it was just such a hard no on it on such a simple simple issue just blew my fucking mind it's like you know, I want Medicare for all. I want a green, green New Deal. I want economic justice. I want social justice. I want all of those things. But I understand that they can be a hard sell to especially certain centrist Democrats with Medicare for all because it's so fucking ingrained in our society that our health care is so fucking fantastic when it's when it's garbage, when you're like a poor person, let's be frank, or even if you're a middle class person, it's still pretty much garbage. Um same with a new green new deal is it's going to be a complete overhaul of the structures of our society. And I can understand why there is some hesitation, especially with older Democrats, but even older Democrats support the legalization of marijuana. And the fact that the Democrat party couldn't even fucking tee that off just shows you how just fucking inept they are. Yeah. They're completely inept and out of touch. Like there's just, there's so much research coming out that has come out over the past like even 10 years showing the benefit the health benefits the tangible fucking good shit that marijuana does for people um Mm -hmm. and how it can be even if it's just medical marijuana right let alone like recreational shit it there's it's overwhelming there's like it's indefensible to say that like marijuana is actually a bad thing um this again yeah you're right this was a slam dunk this was an easy win for the democrats and they can't even be bothered to get out of their fucking neoliberalist agenda to and maybe change things up a little bit mm-hmm. um to act for the yeah for what the people want and actually to actually do a good thing yeah um shit I mean, I don't know. It's again, there's there's no excuse for this. It's embarrassing. It's just plain like and they keep touting that like the Democratic Party is going to be so much better than Trump. Well, 
the most progressive party since FDR, the most progressive platform since FDR, and they can't even pass marijuana legalization. They can't even really pass a good plan for, you know, environmental justice until 2035. The fucking minimum wage at $15 an hour doesn't even take effect until 2026. So by the time we get there, we're going to need 35 fucking dollars an hour it's it's the same bullshit incremental progress that it always is <laughs> and i'm just like i'm sorry i know i'm going on a tangent here but it's just like i can't believe that they can just can't even fathom wrap their heads around such simple things and still call themselves <laughs> the party of the workers right. it's embarrassing it is fucking embarrassing, but you know, with uh, Kamala Harris overseeing all the fucking nonviolent marijuana crimes and um, <laughs> making sure all of those people go to jail because, like, the thugs they are, yeah. um, I, you know, I can see why they would say, "No, we don't need to legalize marijuana. That's bad for private prison uh, business, and therefore my corporate interests, the people mm-hmm. who pay my bills, to sit in the fucking seat." Uh, mm-hmm. that pretends to represent people yeah it's it, it's just <laughs> i can't get over it um <laughs> but before i get uh too uh pissed off and start ranting even more let's talk about donald trump jr getting suspended from twitter um about fucking time really well well this is the unfortunate thing is he's not really suspended for from twitter he is his account is limited and as somebody that's had his account limited numerous times on twitter it's nothing more than a slap on a wrist uh Mm -hmm. i've i've called somebody a fucking idiot called a blue check a fucking idiot and got my uh twitter account limited for 72 hours so it's it's a slap on the wrist and it it like everybody like seeing like the resistors and all that being like hurrah donald trump jr suspended no he's still there idiots uh and he's just gonna come back and just talk more shit than ever but let's talk about why he was uh account limited or suspended um he was boosting stella emmanuel a doctor based in houston texas who claimed hydroxychloroquine is the cure for covid a, a huge trump talking point by the way uh i'm not sure if donald trump is still taking uh this medicine daily but uh yeah she signal boosted it and that was why because twitter was like oh covid misinformation so sorry uh junior you're going to be a limited where you can't follow and you can't retweet for a little bit big Mm -hmm. fucking whoop uh but what's interesting about this doctor and a lot of media outlets are saying that she's trump's favorite doctor now is that some of her beliefs are very interesting uh to say the fucking least uh she believes demon sperm from the dream world from incubi and succubi cause gynecological problems in women when they cheat on their husbands so basically she thinks when women are having dreams and having sex in dreams they're having sex with fucking demons and they are causing ovarian cancer and ovarian cysts and just all this it's just nonsense in my opinion it's just like you know like, I believe in a lot of weird esoteric shit, but I'm not a doctor and I'm not trying to solve a pandemic. Um, <laughs> right. That's yeah. A, that's an important distinction. Yeah, um, exactly. I'm just some schmuck that's fucking uh, streaming on Twitch right now, ranting about politics. Um, but here's the best part is the Daily Beast was the ones that reported this. And 
she tweeted this. The Daily Beast did a great job summarizing our deliverance ministry and exposing incubus and succubus. Thank you, Daily Beast. If you need deliverance from these spirits, contact us. <laughs> it's, is this a fucking miss cleo 2.0 <laughs> i don't know i don't know it's like <laughs> and oh. republicans are signal boosting this insanity even more because don jr's become a martyr <laughs> oh. um and she like i've been trying to find a little bit more about her but she also believes alien dna is currently being used in medical treatments and as you know that aliens is another fascinating hobby that i love to talk about constantly but even i have enough sense to be like no there's not alien dna in our fucking medicine we're not given dna like Alien DNA is not in Ritalin, and it's not in cough syrup, and it's not in any of that shit. Like, where did this woman get her degree from? Yeah, right. Um, I want to know. Holy, I, I want to know, too. I'm doing a quick fucking Google. Google. Me, too. Uh, so, hold on. She is from, let's see, Stella Guadagni, uh, I, I don't care about pronouncing her name correctly, is a... Cameroonian American physician, author, and pastor based in the U.S. So Cameroonian, where the fuck is the map? This is in Africa, right? Mm-hmm. It's funny. I was actually talking. Yeah, it's uh, kind of like in the middle of Africa, uh, Nigeria. Oh my god, she's a pediatric resident. That she's treating fucking children. That that's fine. terrifying. That's fucked. That should not be allowed to happen. <laughs> that's terrifying it's it's, holy fuck yeah i was just having a fucking conversation about this with someone um and we were talking about this crazy fucking doctor whoever the fuck she is i don't know how she anyways you know of course she's uh so cameroon is like uh, next to nigeria and whatever this feels to me like part of the legacy of mass colonialization of africa by western countries um and this is just one of the results where these western countries came in and spread their spread their culture giving us freedom and whatever um Mm -hmm. really i'm sure in some cases and you know this is a bit of history i can do some more research on i actually might after the next couple books um that i'm reading but you know, where they come in, they basically force this dogmatic Christian fundamentalism on Africa, right? So these people grow up and they're indoctrinated into the fuck. I mean, the same thing happened in America um, uh, with the, I forget what they're called, but basically in the Western part of America, when the Spanish came over and, and colonized, uh, they brought over Catholicism with them. Um, there's a whole fucking issue with that. You know, this just, you can tell by her accent just by listening to her. She's, you know, doesn't seem like she's from America, uh, or at the very least, she was brought up in a very Cameroonian area where she, anyways, I'm rambling too. Cause I, you know, I'm fucking drink. I have to drink for this fucking shit. Paul, <laughs> we, have to, we always have to be intoxicated for this show. Yeah, because it's just so fucking depressing. Well, yeah. uh, Again, this just feels like 
the legacy of so much bad shit that Western civilization has engaged in over the past hundreds of years. Um, Mm -hmm. And now we're getting, she's getting fucking signal boosted by Trump Jr. and Trump. I think Trump also retweeted uh, her shit too. Yeah. It's fucking so much damage has been done to our fucking world and our society and it's just we can't we have so much work to do we mm-hmm. have so much to unfuck oh did and you I see don't know how to go about it i don't know how to unfuck it but uh did you see what he tweeted today about suburbs oh my god something about uh yeah you're like your it- property taxes won't go down because i'm gonna protect you or some shit and i saw the other hashtag uh, no he said he was gonna protect them from like poor people <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. Basically, gentrif- uh, gentrification, right? Yeah. And then another hashtag popped up. I don't know if you saw it. It's suburbs for Biden. <laughs> Where <laughs> they basically countered, be like, oh, yeah, well, suburban moms are actually going to stand up for Biden because Trump is a racist. He's a dang Cheeto in the White House. Like, we just got to get him out, and that's going to solve all the world's problems, right? Yeah. <laughs> me. yeah oh shit um it's just like of course uh you know as soon as you attack the suburbs the the wealthy not even the super wealthy just like the upper middle class um all of a sudden the wine moms get so pissed off they have to start their own fucking hashtag <laughs> to uh to make themselves feel better about not liking trump because if you just don't like trump well there you go you won politics Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the Democrats are concerned. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fucking insane. Absolute insanity. <laughs> oh. What may not be as insane, um, I'm sorry, what would be more insane is QAnon. And what's going on in QAnon land? Um, fucking hell. I, there's a couple of different trends going on. Um, one of them is these people are trying to reappropriate a George Carlin skit where he basically goes off and says, uh, you know, basically rails against corporate America and say, you know, society is bought out, you're bought out, you're a slave to the system. And the original video that was shared was uh, anti-Trump and anti-authoritarianism video. You know, the couple minutes of uh, audio in the background. And then someone said, hey, can someone fix this video? Uh, some QAnon person. So they did. They made their own version uh, where it's just pro-Trump and whatever. It's, it's fucking pathetic. I won't bore you. But that was a thing for a couple days. Um, there was another big trend of people sharing videos, a bunch of videos of black people either being violent or getting the shit beaten out of them by white people. Mm-hmm. And uh, naturally, there's uh, a lot of racist commentary to go along with it, to say the very least. Um, you know, it's just more, and it's just even more justification for, you know, Western culture. Let's prop that up. Um, not, you know, pretend we're not talking about genocide. Um, there was a Q drop. There was a, a very insightful Q drop that was posted uh, a couple days ago at eleven eleven. Oh, the coincidence! Um, that just said nothing can stop what is coming. Nothing. Where we go, one we go all. 
it's like, okay, I guess they people needed a pep talk, so Q decided to, you know, reaffirm their fucking beliefs for the hundredth time that day. And uh regarding the uh the the demon sperm <laughs> shit that <laughs> basically said, so let me get this straight. You canceled the Nigerian doctor for believing uh, uh Cameroonian, by the way, you inconsiderate fuck. Not Nigerian. Um <laughs> <laughs> let's back anyways you canceled the nigerian doctor for believing in demons but when hillary clinton talks about sacrifices to moloch a satanic a satanic deity that's okay question mark it's like <laughs> the whataboutism is fucking incredible with these people <laughs> i don't i don't know i, can't. I don't know anymore either i just <laughs> don't know um yeah it's these people have just become a source of comedy for me um i just i can't so whatever it's uh it's it's fucking insane yeah it's insane it's that they've gone fucking just like batshit and i like i don't know how you fix it um i don't think there's any getting them back and you know what no i mean they're the thing is, these people are so invested in their beliefs. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just in so deep. And especially with this QAnon stuff, um, you know, even if you were like a Trumper before and then you decided to delve down to the QAnon hole, I mean, the whole thing is just so elaborate. And it's just this alternate reality game marketing scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, that people have just completely fallen for. And I used to be like, not QAnon, but I used to really be interested in, in ARGs in general uh, with like creepypasta stories and like Slender Man and all that shit. It's fucking cool. Uh, there's all sorts of really neat, you know, puzzles to uh, learn about and how people decrypt them and whatever. So it's the people who are so invested in this QAnon shit. Yeah. It, they can't get out of it. They, they've dug themselves so deep that if they were to renounce everything as being a hoax at this point, three years, three and a half years later, it's just kind of like this would be a, a midlife crisis for them, so to speak. And, you know, they're too insecure to go through another one and uh, admitting that they made a terrible fucking decision. So I don't know. I, you just can't. Politically speaking, from a practical standpoint, you can't really like engage with these people. You just got to laugh them off, make fun of them, shun them into a fucking corner of society, and like actually try to get the real work done to make America a little bit better, a little bit less fascist. <laughs> Must uh, be, that's my that, that, that can lead into uh, the segue of like the final part of like what I wanted to discuss tonight is like the idiotic plan of accelerationism. Because I'm seeing a lot of them, like my followers on Twitter and like people I interact with on Twitter just actually kick around the idea of voting for Trump and accelerating this train <laughs> will help progressive uh, platforms or cause a revolution. And like, I think it's the most idiotic plan. Like, even if you, even no matter how you feel about the candidates, all three candidates, and like I'm pretty open with how I feel. I don't like any of them. I'm, um, so 
a lot of people, I guess, assume because of the stances I take towards these parties that I'm an accelerationist and that that couldn't be further from the truth is I think acceleration, the entire premise of acceleration from what I've understood with people that, you know, are for it is that shit will get so bad that we will have to, that the liberals will have to pay attention and the liberals will have to join in either a revolution or voting progressive. And that hangs on one point that liberals are going to do anything at all. Yeah. That's a huge if, um, that, yeah, that's just one hole in their argument. Another one is like, uh, to me, acceleration just is just like such a argument for privilege, where it's like either privilege or negligence, um, because this presumes that like people are going to be so outraged and motivated enough that we're going to be able to you know change society as the way we want to change it, um, mm-hmm. but <laughs> if if shit were to accelerate further right now it would be basically another nazi germany Mm -hmm. um the infrastructure and the way that society is set up and the culture the cultural attitudes towards everything because we don't even have liberals on board fully on board with black lives matter you think exactly they're gonna go with a fucking socialist revolution of any sort whatever form of socialism you want to accelerate toward are you kidding me no this is going to go straight into concentration camps and genocide um we don't even have like the infrastructure as leftists to like start pushing actual leftist policy through our legislative system even if that you know legislative politics aside and the, the everything all the complications that come from that there's this notion of there's this idea of dual power structures where it's if the legislative body breaks down well we have another power structure set up to where we can take care of our own we can actually just run society by ourselves because we no longer rely on the institutions that america has built uh over the last couple hundred years we're nowhere near that point holy fuck are you you have to be kidding yourself if you think we can do logistics let alone like like people can't even most people can't even be bothered to grow their own food how are we gonna like they can't even feed themselves how are we gonna feed ourselves during an accelerationist uh revolution when there's so much sympathy towards the right and towards capitalism in general yeah yeah like let's put it this way is they think resistance is getting Trump hashtags to trend like Trump is a crybaby or Trump is a loser or Trump is uh the Cheeto has no clothes or whatever the fuck dumb shit they no come up with next. Trump. That trended yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. Trump. So like, like yeah, your entire your entire hinge acceleration is thinking you're going to get the liberals on board they can't even bother to show up to half the protests in my opinion some of them are there but as you said not all liberals are behind what's going on most of them are staying at home most of them 
are watching MSNBC and drinking box wine and going gotcha every night when they watch Rachel Motto. And that's not resistance. And making a sign saying I'd rather be at brunch is not resistance. So you're hinging your entire proposition on getting them to join up by voting for Trump, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And that's why that's why I tell people that, you know, support acceleration. Because it's it's just like you are you're not going to convert the suburban housewife liberal into a Marx Leninist or an anarchist or even a fucking socialist by voting for Donald Trump. If anything, you're just going to enable Trump even more. And like I don't tell anybody how to vote. I really like I try not to. Uh everybody knows I'm pretty anti-Biden. Um and even I'm against this. It, as the person that you know is open to saying I'm an anarchist. Even I'm fucking against acceleration because it's rewarding insane behavior. And the entire proposition hinges on waking liberals up and I don't see that waking liberals up. I don't either, and I think the more I think about it, the, the nail in the coffin for me with this argument, and it's the same one that made me completely abandon capitalism in the first place, uh, where it was the final straw anyways, was the Bolivia coup, where you, when it happened, you have social, sorry, hold on, yeah, social democrats. Um, I always get it mixed up between either social democrats or democratic socialists, but social democrats, which are still fundamentally capitalist, you still have them. Most progressive people, the most progressive stance you can take until you start having to actually talk about real socialism, like real worker ownership of the means of production, right? That's the line between socialism and capitalism is a social democrat and when you have them defending the interests of capitalism at the end of the day because they don't want to give a fair shake uh, a fair argument a fair defense towards a overwhelmingly popular and effective and good influence on an indigenous on on another country um they don't want to give that president a fair defense because they're socialists mm -hmm. and when if the most progressive fucking capitalist can't be on board with even fairly representing a socialist, um, a democratically elected socialist and very popular one, there's no way you're getting your average fucking wine mom or your liberal uh, in America, nonetheless, to get on board with your accelerationism shit towards socialism. They're going to say, no, we just need capitalism because they're so... We're so bought out by this myth of neoliberalism where we have to accept capitalism as the, as the fundamental baseline for any kind of civil society. And if you accelerate that in this environment, it's just going to go straight to fascism or anarcho-capitalism, which is also <laughs> fascism, but it's, it's corporate feudalism is what anarcho-capitalism actually fucking is. Um. This is the practical consequence of accelerationism at this point in time. Um, and it's just like, if you were, if we were ever to flip it the other way around, 
arguing for accelerationism would be pointless because we're already on the precipice of a socialist society. So we don't even need that argument anymore. We're just like almost there. We just have to take a couple extra steps to, you know, socialize all the needs of production and treat everything as an ownership of the human species and not as an individual. Um, yeah, the whole premise is insane. Um, I don't, and I get the frustration. I, I you and me both, we get the fucking frustration mm-hmm. um, with how everything is set up. But, you know, hitting the 16x fast forward button is not the way to do this. We're just yeah. going to end up to be um, another Nazi Germany. Yeah. There's, there's just so much entrenched power that is in the favor of capitalism and fascism. Um, it's not going to work. It's just not going to fucking work, dude. No, it's not. It, and not in the way they think it will. And I think it's such a short-sighted idea uh, that it comes from just a place of anger. It comes from just straight-up anger and resentment. Mm-hmm. And people think that they are going to convert everybody to their side. And we can't even convert people into voting for not uh, not so much a radical of like Bernie, because I know people think Bernie's a fucking radical, but he's not. And I just see that it is such a short-sighted idea, comes from a place of anger. And like, don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. It's- don't do it. It's not a good idea. Um, fucking. Don't do it. Again, again, we don't, we don't like not trying to downplay the anger because we feel it too. Um, yeah. But, and it's totally justified. It really truly is. It's just, we, <laughs> we have to go about it uh, in a better way. Yeah. Um, you know? No one wants to live in a fucking Mad Max society, which is what it's going to turn into if we go down that route. Yeah. Oh. And. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I don't know what else to say either. I know that, like, my camera lagged out. And it's like doing weird, like strobing things now. It's so doing a fucking for the th- for, for, for like the two other uh, for the two other viewers and uh, our good friend watching this, uh, he might get a seizure, and I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, it's not flashing. Well, yeah, hell yeah, it is. Let me. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah, it is. All right, hold on. Let me just cut off the uh, yeah webcams in general. All right. Here you get to see my ugly fucking mug for the closing section. Yeah. Well, but, uh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Um, if you like this kind of stuff, we will <laughs> we will be setting up uh, streaming accounts soon. We are on all the major podcast platforms. Give us a good rating, um, upvote, share, whatever the terms are for the all the. 15, yes. subscribe give good rating give good ratings good reviews give us stars give us thumbs ups whatever the fuck it is on what platform it is just fucking do it. just do yep. it 
just do it. Like, like listen to me. And uh, follow us on, you can follow our accounts on Twitter. Uh, go to American Shakedown on Twitter or Seriously Berserk or uh, Ghost Lobster. And uh, you'll watch me inevitably get suspended sooner or later. <laughs> it's only <laughs> so, a matter of time. I'm sure I won't be too far behind you yeah. uh, if that's the case. Yeah. All right. Well, have a great night. All right. Have a good night.